like scary movies. Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Welcome back to the Jumping Scared Podcast. We've got a fun episode planned today. I've constructed another little game for my twin brother, Eric, here. We've played some games in the past, but this one's going to be a little different, a little unique. Uh, I'm excited for it. How are you feeling, Eric? I'm nervous. I don't I don't think I've seen the full extent of what your mind is capable of, especially in creating this, uh, this game, as you call it. So I'm a little nervous, but mostly excited. This should be a good time. Yeah, and so the concept of this game for our listeners, I've explained very little to Eric, but the basic idea is a choose-your-own-adventure uh, based on horror movies. So, uh, I, you know, in, in my head, I've titled this A Horrific Adventure. So I'm going to be narrating a story for Eric, and he's going to be making choices along the way, and those choices ultimately are going to affect how the story plays out. You know, I'm a human, I'm not a machine, so it's a fairly limited network of choices and fairly limited network of results uh, because I've never created a game like this before but as you can imagine it gets exponentially more complicated <laughs> with each choice you laid out um, I have a word document here with uh, thank goodness for the navigation tab where I can assign headers and I can quick click to different things because it is just a jumbled mess without that uh, if I had lines drawing from this they'd make me look like a conspiracy theorist so uh, I'm excited though, and uh, yeah, Eric, have you have you ever done a game like this, or what's your kind of uh, experience with this? Uh, no, I mean I have not. Like I, I guess I've done like some online type stuff where you gotta like click and go based on your your choices. Uh, secondly, don't don't say conspiracy theorists like it's a bad thing. It's very rude. Um, <laughs> but they get a bad rap. Eric says. But secondly, uh, yeah, I mean I've done simple things online like the click and choose your own adventure. Like, do you remember that dragon game where you? Oh my goodness, choice of the dragon. I was gonna bring that up. It's a it's a very fun game. Yeah, honestly, I'll probably play that again today. Just thinking of it. Uh, but yeah. anybody who's that's curious, a clean, that's a clean recommendation. You become a dragon. You've got like five choices per like event, and you can basically become stronger, gain gold, and just kind of ball out as a dragon. Yeah, I think that one you have like five or six different like stats or attributes that change kind of as you progress and as you choose different decisions. Uh, and it really it really does impact the story. So that one's a really fun, clean recommendation. Completely text-based, but I think, I'm think i pretty sure it's called Choice of the Dragon. If you guys have never played it, it's a fun one. You can kill 20 minutes pretty easily. And uh, But getting back to our game. So yeah, this kind of was inspired a little bit. You know, I, I enjoyed Black Mirror Bandersnatch, which was uh, pretty popular. And that was a choose-your-own-adventure on Netflix, which was pretty kind of cool, unique idea. And I've always liked the idea of this. You know, it's an interactive story. You're not just not just taking, you know, it's like you're taking part in the story. You're not just having it told to you. You're making choices. Uh, you're kind of thinking about it and deciding what direction you want to go. And this is going to be a game where your horror movie knowledge will sometimes help you, but sometimes not necessarily. You might just get unlucky. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to die multiple times, but like, uh, like a Happy Death Day or like a Black Mirror Bandersnatch, you're going to have the option to revert uh, if you happen to die, so don't worry too much about dying. Uh, a couple more notes. There's going to be a couple times where uh, I will prompt you with a quick action. You'll be in a situation where you're going to have to then, this will be off script. This will be, I'll tell you, okay, this is happening. What do you do? Go quick. And you'll have to kind of just, 
you know, play around and be creative yourself. And based off how you describe it or how you describe your action, if I think it's a good enough or a logical enough conclusion, then I'll say a success and if not a failure, and that'll kind of play out as we go. Does that make sense to you, Eric? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it sounds a little bit like you've got some illusions of becoming a dungeon master, but I'm I'm ready. I'm ready <laughs> a little bit. I've never played, but I really I've always wanted to. So this is maybe a, me taking a first step in that direction. Um, well, another note: uh, you're also going to be uh, you're going to not be naked on this journey. You're going to be able to choose a weapon, and my idea here is to limit it to weapons that are used by our protagonists or our good guys in horror movies, or kind of quasi quasi horror it could be like so some examples i have uh you can use a slingshot from it uh you know the wrist rocket and you can also have some ammunition some uh silver bullets we'll say you can use this one's a little creative the blender from your next and so that would kind of be limited by being close to electricity but i'm going to say it's a cordless blender that you can turn on regardless of where you are uh nail bat from stranger things so the bat with nails through it flamethrower from the thing uh rock climbing pickaxe rock climbing pickaxe from the descent so those are some that i thought about and if you have any other ideas feel free okay this is the this is the one heads up you had given me prior to the podcast so i could get a get a chance to think about it and i'm actually going to take one of the movies you suggested but change the weapon i'm okay i'm going to use the 2017 adaptation of it and take the cattle prod gun the bolt, bolt Ooh, okay okay i like that i like where you're you're going a little creative there and so where the weapon's going to come into play is going to be those quick actions where you're you're kind of creating your own little version of the story and uh yeah so i'm excited and just overall game this gets like i said this gets really complicated the longer you go and for the sake of not writing a million endings there's really only one successful ending that you can reach and you can reach it by very multiple different ways so if you ever early on if you get close i'll allow you if you want to pause and then revert back and take a different path because you're also ultimately going to be trying to figure out the master conspirator who's put you into this situation and that's going to be your ultimate adversary so before you reach that this final stage if you want to try to get more information, there's some clues peppered in throughout, so it might be helpful to go back. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, I think I'm ready to go. All right. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous because I wrote a lot for this, and at a certain point, it's, uh, I don't know, like, I'm wanting to be creative and fun, but at a certain point, I'm just, like, also wanting to finish it. So this was a lot of preparation for me, but I'm excited to get into it. Okay. So you are armed with a cattle prod gun from IT. Okay. A bird cawing in the distance wakes you suddenly. Confused and disoriented, you sit up and find a note laying at your feet. Good luck, reads the note. You look around to take note of your surroundings. Are you in a dark basement? On a dirt road with mountains off in the distance? Looking up at a vacancy sign? Or adrift at sea on a steadily sinking ship? Okay, I'm instantly taking... I'm not even considering the fourth one. That is one of my greatest fears. <laughs> I, I think that's going to overwhelm me when I have to make decisions. So that one's out. Um, one thing I've always felt like I'd be good at is like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre escaping from that type of family. So I'm going to take dirt roads with mo mountains off in the distance. Okay. Okay. So looking around, you are surrounded by forest on either side of a dirt road. You begin to walk along the road, not knowing what you're hoping to find. You approach a fork. Wary of making a wrong turn, you choose left, 
or right. <laughs> okay, I like the uh, subtle subtle call out to the goat franchise. It's not the goat franchise. <laughs> so subtle. Um, this one's not so hard. <laughs> kind yeah. of a 50-50. Oh, I will uh, yes. say... I will say um, left is for losers and go right. Okay. You follow the road along and eventually are led to a ranch-style house. You hear workers behind the house felling trees with a chainsaw. But wait, was that a scream? This is a response for you. That definitely was a scream. Or you continue walking past the house, not wanting to disturb the inhabitants. Hmm. You know... In this situation, I think I'd most likely walk past the house, but I think sometimes things are not as as uh, dangerous as they can possibly seem, and I do have a bolt gun, so I've got some form of protection if things were to go a little wild. So I think maybe maybe it's okay to investigate this one. Okay, you approach, seeing if somebody is in need of help. As soon as you enter the property, an enormous man wearing a strange mask, wielding a chainsaw, runs after you. Quick action. How do you respond? Run. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's, I mean, that's just not going to work here. The, the strange man is, is a behemoth and very fast, and you are quickly caught. And unfortunately, that's a failure, and that is a game over. Okay, A, that's aft. B... If this man is really that big, I competed competitively in distance running for seven years. I think I could outrun him unless this uh, this situation has left me with some sort of lower leg injury and I'm hobbling. You, you, but you, you, but you're, you're hampered by this bolt gun. You didn't say you threw it away. You didn't say you ran in a specific direction. There was very little conviction in that decision. So I, I think as a, as a game master here, this is an unsuccessful... Uh, escape attempt and you were caught quickly and, and chainsawed down so okay. I, I'll, I'll allow it but the fact that i'm <laughs> hampered by a bolt gun but this maniac is not hampered by a swinging chainsaw just seems have, absolutely... you, have you seen leatherface run with a chainsaw that man was born to run with a chainsaw you got yeah, you gotta I... be quick on your feet here you gotta i mean so this is the quick action this is where you really get to tell your own story i think if you gave me a little bit more to work with there a little more specifics i, I could have felt a bit okay. bit uh more inclined for you if i would have brought up how uh, jessica beale could have outrun a man like this would you have felt more confident in my abilities potentially i didn't get very much information to go on okay we're, we're digressing me, you, a bit too much you told me quick action and i said run that was as quick as i could think um okay sorry but in each time I wanted to add, each time you die, you can choose. Cha- cho- uh, sorry, you can uh, choose if you'd like to keep your same weapon or change it. Well, apparently this this thing weighs a thousand pounds, and I can't be mobile with it, so well, I'm going to change see, it. I, I think honestly, though, a better solution would have been you tried to, uh, you know, being smaller, you kind of ducked around him and used the bolt gun on his knee or something. I, I would have liked that idea. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess I was approaching the house with not as much apprehension as I should. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm going to change the weapon if I can't. If A, it's going to prevent me from running, and B, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll just go with uh, the classic wooden stake, and I'll do it the one from Fright Night. Okay. I like it. A wooden stake. So on, upon deaths, you can kind of return to where you want to revert to. So if you want to turn, just revert right back to the decision to investigate, you can do that. If you want to go a bit further back, take a different turn. Um, you can, uh, and, and yeah, so kind of what well, you're hell, I'm, if, 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 
if uh if I can't run from him with a bolt gun, I'm not gonna be able to run from him with a wooden <laughs> stake, and I don't think I'm gonna be able to win hand to hand combat with such a man. Um, so let's revert back to the me at the house, and I'll just walk past it. Okay, you continue walking past the house, not wanting to disturb the inhabitants. You eventually stumble onto two cars loaded with camping gear parked outside the entrance to a cave. You see ropes leading into the cave and some climbing equipment left behind. Do you follow the ropes and follow after the spelunkers, attempting to get knowledge from what they're doing, or continue walking? Uh, do I have the option to loot the cars? Um, I respect that move, and I'm going to allow it. They actually left the car. <laughs> they left the cars open, and you have now added camping gear and some food into your inventory. Dude, sweet. Okay, yeah, loot <laughs> the cars and keep going. Okay. So you continue walking. You find another house and see a fairly young, uh, sorry, see a fairly young couple peering out the window suspiciously. You knock on their door and they scream at you. Why are you doing this? You respond, because you're home. Or, uh, <laughs> doing what? I'm just lost. Okay. I mean, at this point, am I aware of my deaths or not really? Like, am I some sort of omnipresent person? No, you're aware you're in a really weird situation and not really sure why you're there, but you're like, you're, you feel compelled to try to figure out what's happening to you. You don't know that you've died a bunch. So okay. at this point, I look a little bit like a camper because I took their gear. Um, so if these people are scared of me, either A, there's some some nonsense afoot and there's some other people who are causing them to be scared. Or B, they are uh, they're trying to lure me in by uh, acting crazy and like, oh yeah, this guy will comfort us if we're if we're scared. Um, you know, why are you doing this? Because you're honestly, I think if they or, ask me that, uh, doing what? I'm just lost. I think I think uh, I think there's a chance. They were the ones who were camping, and they saw the stolen gear, and they're like, why, why have you stolen from us? Why are you doing this? Um, yeah, I'll probably say because you were home. <laughs> why are you doing this to us? Because you were home. Immediately, a shotgun blast rips through the door, blasting your stomach. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> I mean, I, I was asking for that one, so. We'll, we'll keep a death okay. tally going. Uh, I, I got two, two deaths so far. So uh, would you like to just change the other option there, or would you like to revert back? I'm, a, I'm, getting, <laughs> I'm getting a little nervous. Uh, it seems like every house I stop at is, uh, is getting, getting a little tricky, but I guess, yeah, I'll just say, um, sorry, I'm lost. Okay. They open the door and explain they're being stalked by three lunatics. They will help you escape if you help them get to the car. The three of you run to the car and are able to drive away. You arrive outside a warehouse. The man driving hands you a feather, winks at you, and pushes you out of the car. So this is actually now the warehouse is approaching the endgame, and you actually managed to find one of the earliest like quick ways to get there. So this is where I'm saying now your ultimate goal is to be you know gearing up for this final battle and trying to figure out what you're up against. So if you'd like more time, you can change now and immediately go back to one of the original four settings. So uh, that would have been the dark basement on a dirt road looking at, with mountains in the distance, looking up at a vacancy sign and adrift at the sea on a steadily sinking ship. Okay, so can I kind of, um, so can we like treat this almost like Gauntlet Legends where I've got this one character before he goes into the dragon fight and I kind of know where he's standing and then go back and then eventually like compare him with the other characters that reach that level based on what Ooh. he's acquired? 
Okay, I actually love that because you, so you you uh, with this first character you kind of got some extra equipment that I wasn't even necessarily planning for. So I like that. So we have uh, Eric Numero Uno sitting outside the warehouse with some camping gear and a wooden stake, I believe, and some food. And, right? and two deaths. That's a two, two deaths. Death okay, I like that. So for each, okay, and we yeah, and, and like I said, so I wrote a lot for this, and so there were some options we didn't explore with that but i think that's okay unless you want to go back to it later but i think we for now we can just move forward okay um yeah let's let's go to let's just get this one out of the way i'm on a sinking ship okay adrift at sea on a steadily sinking ship panic starts to settle in as you realize you've somehow been put on a ship at sea and that ship is sinking that ship is sinking fast you can just barely see the shoreline in the distance do you jump into the water and swim for shore try to radio for help or take the lifeboat Hmm. Okay, so this is a it's a ship big enough to have a lifeboat. Um I'm just going to assume it's like in between the size of the ship from Jaws and the ship from Triangle. Okay. <laughs> Which is like a <laughs> That's a pretty massive, big range, but Yeah. Um I'm okay, basically I'm just gonna picture I'm on the triangle ship. Okay. Um Do I try to radio for help? I think I do try to radio for help. I don't see that causing any issues that I could still jump in the water after that, as opposed to jumping in the water right this second. Uh, if I can see the shore, I'm clearly not that far out. But uh, as as everybody knows, most shark attacks happen in uh, in shallow waters anyway. Kind of a bullshit stat because that's where everyone swims. But okay, uh, I'll I'll try to radio for help, but do it with urgency. Okay, you run off to find the captain's quarters, only to find the radio equipment destroyed. Unfortunately, spending time, even time that you, you know, went urgently looking for the radio has attracted an angry, aggressive pack of birds. They look so organized, so focused, you think to yourself. Quick action. How do you handle this ferocious flock of birds? Okay. Um, damn it. I wasn't prepared <laughs> for this. Um, I, uh, I guess, wait, do I, do I have a new weapon? Or oh, shoot. Do I still have the stick? Uh, yeah, you would have a new weapon since we started over. Um, okay. I'll let you just think about it then, and you can choose an interesting... If you choose an interesting weapon, I'll like it, so... Okay. Um, I don't I don't want to be too cheeky and just get something that can really easily combat the birds. Um, are there birds... Do I know what kind of birds they are, or just kind of... It's a little bit of a mixed bag. They're not, like, enormous. It's it's more so, like, you know, like some gulls, maybe, maybe an albatross here or there, but... Okay, I like this pack of gulls that are potentially <laughs> led by an albatross. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're, they're uh, weirdly focused, weirdly, you know, incensed. I think, okay, well, this is one that you said that um, I didn't think about beforehand that I, is a really good weapon. So I'm going to do uh, the the uh, nail bat from Str- Stranger Things. Okay, and so how do you handle it? You're being uh, attacked by this flock of birds. How do you handle it with your nail bat? Okay. <laughs> this is going to be really dumb. I'm going to be a scarecrow and hold my bat out, and then they're going to land on it and prick their bombs, and they're going to fly away. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, can't, I can't say no to that. Oh, you were successful. The flock of birds uh, loses interest after seeing this unmoving figure and also pricking their bums repeatedly by trying to land on the outstretched piece of wood. So you were successful, and uh, now you can continue on to the lifeboat. Or you can jump into the water. You can do either of those choices. Once again, I feel like I've got to exhaust my options. And worst case scenario, if there's something going on with the lifeboat, I'm going to end up in the water anyway. So I think I got to try for the lifeboat. Unless 
unless like the process of lowering that down gives like the birds more time to gather a second attack but i think i'll go for the lifeboat anyway okay you go for the lifeboat you jump into the lifeboat just in the nick of time as the ship has nearly fully ship has nearly fully capsized you head towards shore you wonder to yourself why on earth you woke up on a sinking ship you notice notice another bird circling nearby you and then a screech a hideous sound somewhat like laughter as you feel a current below you you look down and realize uh sorry and realize your boat is uh, floating over a 60 foot shark it's a shark it's like 20 25 meters it's megalodon god damn it <laughs> game well, over it... no quick action there game over uh, okay well i mean 60 foot okay if i gotta go down to a shark i prefer it one that could a kill me in one bite or b almost even swallow me whole so um at this point i would just drown myself so. <laughs> okay um and to, to be honest this was a this was a trap because of your love of shark movies. I, I wanted you to go here. This is actually an inescapable <laughs> setting. If you chose to come to the at Drift at Sea on a steadily sinking ship, the only uh, only option you can ever attain is, is just death in different ways. Yeah, I should have just stayed in the captain's quarters, maybe found some alcohol and just... That would have probably been your best bet. So unfortunately, there's no there's no escaping this setting. Wait, so what, were these birds working for this shark? Uh, I don't I don't know. I, I hate when animals work together like that. It's so, I mean, hey, okay, it's it's like uh, it's like in like How to Train Your Dragon when that big ass dragon eats all those little ones and they like just he gains mind control over them. I, I don't, I don't buy it. Like you just, you just, I, I, you la- just don't. Lackings. I think you don't know enough about dragons. Well, I mean, I, I think that's probably fair, but I think I know a decent amount from playing the game we talked about already. That's that's true. You did you did kind of spit some some good knowledge there. Yeah, they actually eat treasure as opposed to humans, contrary to popular belief. Yeah. All right. So would you like to revert back? You have still two original setting choices. We have a dark basement or looking up at a vacancy sign. Um, let's face fear number two: a dark basement. Because when we were growing up, we had an unfinished basement that was very scary because there were lights that were in our father's workshop that. Uh, kind of looked like eyes, especially yep. to y- young children. Furnace so was creepy let's, too. Let's face that fear, and you know what? Um, to change the weapon, let's just go ahead and be on task and pick the saw from saw. Okay. You get up slowly, feeling a dull ache in your lower back. You question how long you've been lying there, and realize you have no idea how you got into this basement. Walking around, you see a stone well boxes sheet covered furniture and is that a noose on the floor or dripping pipes and an old oddly shaped book well i just want to say waking up with a dull pain in my lower back is how i wake up almost every day Uh, (laughs) so this is a very familiar situation okay yeah you feel you feel comfortable here yeah this is like this is the one i'm gonna really succeed at because i can put myself in this situation Okay, I'm instantly going to say no to the well. I'm not going to play with that. I get to choose, right, what, what, what I see? Yep, it's a stone well, or boxes, sheet-covered furniture, and a noose on the floor, or dripping pipes, and an old, oddly-shaped book. I'll do no to the sheet-covered furniture. Um, so if I'm getting the old, oddly-shaped book, I feel like we're going towards the realm of Cabin in the Woods, and I think that'll be the most fun to to play with so let's go with the old book okay 
You look around and realize you're not in a basement, but some sort of cellar beneath a small home or cabin. You approach the book, despite the strangeness of the cover, and begin to leaf through it. The images in your book are disturbing. Do you continue to read or put the book down and go upstairs? Hmm. Knowledge is power, but time is time, as they say. So let's, uh, yeah, let's let's keep skimming through that book, but let's let's not like spend too much time on it. But damn it, he's smiling. Uh, let's <laughs> okay. Let's, <laughs> let's skip through the book. I already said it. Okay, skip through the book. So you put the book down and go upstairs. No skim. Skim. Oh, sorry. The longer you read, the more disturbed you become. But with this disturbance comes compulsion. Your sense of reality begins to fade, and you are lost to the book. Mm. Game over. Okay, that's not a bad way to go. I'll take that. So would you like to instead put the book down and go upstairs? Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> you arrive upstairs and are immediately startled by the windows of the small cabin shattering in unison. Terrified, you run outside into the woods. You trip over a tree branch and fall to the ground. But to your horror, you realize the tree is coiling around your ankle. Quick action. Use my saw. Cut the roots. Yeah, that's kind of a perfect uh, <laughs> That's kind of a perfect uh, tool for this scenario. So uh, uh, well done. That's a successful quick action. You escape the clutches of the tree by the use of your saw and find yourself in, uh, further into the woods. You run away through the woods to escape the looming sense of evil surrounding this cabin. Do you see another cabin or see a circus tent? Ooh, circus tent a la killer clowns in outer space. Um, no, yeah, I'm not. So one thing I, I can't do is out of place things in scenarios. So seeing a circus tent would just be like, okay, I'm just going to get absolutely <laughs> aft. So let's, let's just see what you're expecting and see another cabin because this can go a multitude of different ways. This could go Friday the 13th, in which case I like my odds because a, um, my villain is slow. And apparently if I drop the saw, that's not going to weigh me down and maybe I can escape from him. So mm -hmm. uh, let's, let's, let's see another cabin and see where that takes us. Okay. You approach the cabin and hear a commotion from inside. Do you knock on the door or sneak around back to try to peer through a rear window? You are just loving getting in these plot based uh, title references. <laughs> let's, 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 uh, yeah, let's sneak. Am I? Am I question? Am I hurt from this trip over the tree, or am I okay mostly? Bumps and scrapes, nothing serious. Okay, so I've I've got some mobility still. That's what I'm. What I'm yeah. curious. Yeah, I, I think that, that with how quickly your saw was able to get through the tree, I think you were. Uh, you know, you're a little sore, but nothing serious. Okay. Yeah, I can deal with soreness. Like I said, I've got the soreness in the back, maybe a little bit on the lower leg, but competitive running. This is what you're used to. <laughs> Um, let's let's go around back and peek through, um, but be be real sneaky about it. Okay, you sneak around back to try to peer through the rear window. You find a window in back and press your face up close to get a look inside. Unfortunately, you lose your balance and tumble into the window, shattering the glass and lacerating your throat. The last thing you hear is a man in a trucker hat exclaiming, God damn it, Dale, another college kid went and killed himself on my property. Game over. Oh, man. Well, I guess, yeah. This is this is just showing me how uh, how not, how uh, unprepared I suppose I am <laughs> to just have any sort of functionality in my body and trust <laughs> that I can just not be a limbless buffoon. 
okay. if, you, well, if you've seen Tucker and Dale, there's a uh, you know these pe- these able-bodied youth youngsters who kind of you know they thought they were fine and thought they're doing right, but something about that okay. cabin. Death two. Let's go back. Let's just approach the door and see how okay. that goes. You knock on the door. You're greeted by Tucker and Dale, who are having a doozy of a day. We have had a doozy of a day. Trying to get their vacation house in order. They promise you cold beer and a car trip out of there if you in return for your help. Do you help them? Yeah, I reckon they, uh, I mean, normally you kind of get scared by hillbillies, but they've got a kind of un, unas- unassuming way about them. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go with some help. All right. You, I actually forgot to write this last part, but it goes to the same place. So uh, uh, after helping them with the housework, you get your fill of beer and they take you out in the morning and drop you off at a warehouse. Okay. So that's getting back to the warehouse. All right. So that's another two deaths and I am equipped with a saw. You're also a little little hungover. You, you went a little too oh, heavy on the beer. A little hungover. Just a little but I'm bit. Not- not buzzed at all anymore? A little no, because you, you slept over after finishing the work, and then in the morning they took you out. Hmm. Okay. Should have should have seen if I could have put some uh, pocket beers in there. <laughs> Alas. Okay, let's, let's go to that last scenario. Well, so here actually I would recommend, so in, in the basement there were two other options. Um, there oh, was okay. the stone well, because you can get a little more information if you'd like. Um, a stone well and also the boxes, sheet-covered furniture, and maybe a noose on the floor. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Uh, so this will be a, a separate scenario. So if you'd like to change weapons, I'll allow it. Okay. Um, we'll do the noose on the floor, and we will do the weapon. Um, hmm. Do you want me to read uh, read you the ones I had? No, I'll I'll do a really stupid one and do. Um, do the clothes hanger from the end of Halloween. Oh, okay. All right. You approach the well fear. Oh, you, oh, you, sorry. You said, uh, you said the boxes and sheet covered furniture. My bad. Okay. No, I said you, the noose. Yeah. With the noose on the floor. Oh, okay. That's all in the one. You feel very uncomfortable in this basement, but can't say why. Do you investigate the basement further or do you sprint up the stairs without looking back? Okay, do I have the option to cover myself in paint and become one of the, uh, just like become part of the room like uh, like Colt does in Three Ninjas? You find paint cans, but they're all leaded. <sighs> okay, yeah. No, I'm not going to mess with lead paint. Um, <laughs> so let's, 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 let's hurry up. Hurry up the stairs. Okay, upstairs you find yourself in a hallway with three doors. Each door has a marking on it. Which door do you choose? Door with a fedora marking, door with a hockey mask marking, or door with a butcher knife marking. Ooh. Um, I assume none of the doors... Well, I guess I can't find out, but if I need to get into a door, at least I have a coat hanger that I can maybe <laughs> pick a lock with. Um, let's go... Um, it was butcher knife, it was fedora, and what was the third one? Hockey mask. Ooh. Let's go with a, uh, I'm not going to do the fedora. Uh, let's do the, uh, let's do the butcher's knife. Hopefully I can add something to my arsenal. Okay. Upon opening the door, you find yourself magically thrust into the idyllic neighborhood of Haddonfield, Illinois on Halloween night. You pass a jack-o'-lantern with its candle still burning strongly. Do you let your inner troublemaker come out and smash it? 
or keep walking? Uh, a, I've got the per- perfect weapon for this scenario. I just hold that bad boy up and we get some PT as a D for Mr. Michael Myers. Uh, let's go with, uh, no, I'm not going to smash pumpkins. I'm not a band. Uh, I'll just keep walking. Okay, you keep walking. You see a man in a nondescript mask wearing a blue jumpsuit staring into a nearby home. Do you give him a wide berth or tell him off for being a creep? I give him a wide berth, but as I'm walking by, I kind of just dangle my clothes hanger in case he sees it. <laughs> as soon as you pass him by, you see that he's brandishing a butcher's knife. As soon as you notice notice this, you look up and notice that he has spotted you. Quick action. How do you respond? I start humming the tune to Halloween, keep on brandishing my clothes hanger and see what he does. He sees the clothes hanger, and without knowing why, a a trickle of sweat starts to fall down his brow as he becomes a bit scared. This tune also feels somehow part of him, and he doesn't understand how you know it. Not wanting to to dabble in such weird circumstances, he lets you walk on. So successful with your clothes hanger. See, this is, you know, like I said, you know, the the, the first time I think you were a bit too, uh, I, I like that you're getting more into it with the quick actions. Um, and this is your second successful trip. You have now, uh, walked onto the street and you find yourself at a warehouse. Okay. This one seems a little more precautious with my clothes hanger being my only equipment. I don't know if I'm going to beat the, uh, camping gear. It's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. But, uh, okay. Let's, let's, let's flesh out this narrative completely and let's go to the well. Okay, and are you getting a grasp on who your final adversary is yet? Because you want to be thinking about that. There's some clues peppered in throughout. There's some clues peppered in throughout. So that's why it's also helpful to to see the multiple different ones. Okay, I'll keep this this in the back of my mind then. Okay. Um, So I'll do the well and let's do a weapon. Um, Hmm. What weapon should i choose hmm. would you like me to read out the ones i suggested yeah just give me a quick refresher slingshot from it with ammunition the blender the uh cordless blender from your next nail bat from stranger things which actually you already did uh flamethrower from the thing and rock climbing pickaxe from the descent Yeah, I mean, it would be a shame if I didn't take advantage of this cordless blender. I mean, the technology alone. (laughs) The technology alone. I like it. Okay, you find yourself in a basement and see a stone well. You approach the well fearfully, but also with a tinge of curiosity. Do you hear sounds coming from the well? Yes or no? I reckon so, yeah. You approach the well to hear the sounds better. As you lean over the well, you can clearly hear children chanting... We all float down here. Or a woman crying for help. <laughs> yeah, let's go. We all float. We all float down here. As you lean over the well to look down, you are pulled into the well by powerful hands. And the last thing you see is a ferocious grin and poofy orange balls. Your dying realization is that you've been pulled into the well by a clown. Game over. Well, I mean, worst case scenario, I can at least make a smoothie. Fair. In my in my second, I, I guess it depends. I, maybe I get saved and I just stay in that weird. Well, no, I'm probably dead. 
<laughs> but in the afterlife, I can make smoothies with all the other children. Well, that's, that's fucked. I'm going to be the only adult in like this <laughs> child-filled well. That's, okay, I guess he's going to have a terrible conversation for the rest of eternity. Maybe it's 27. Oh, yeah, maybe, you... maybe it's chapter two. Maybe it's 27 years later. Okay. Yeah, who am I going to talk about lions? Oh, no. That's guys. the worst. That's the, yeah, that, that's, that's the bad thing about your predicament is you'll have no one to talk about the lions with. <laughs> yeah, they're all from the Northeast, and all they know is Patriot success. They have no goddamn perspective. <laughs> uh, okay, so do you want to go back and uh, do, you want, do, you, do you want to go back to whether or not you hear sounds, or do you want to say you heard a woman crying for help? Okay, can I throw a loop at you? What if I just put my blender on so I can't hear anything? Oh, wow. Okay. I like it. So, you approach the well fearfully, your blender drying, dr- drowning out any potential noise. <laughs> As you reach the well, you hear a commotion to your right and spin in that direction. You run into Kevin Hart and Anthony Anderson having an existential debate about whether or not one can wake up dead. Do you join in the conversation? Of course, I love debates like this. He watched that tape last week, and this morning he woke up dead. <gasps> How the hell you wake up dead? Because you're alive when you go to sleep. Wait, just tell me you can So you're telling me. me that you can go to bed dead and wake up alive? You can't go to bed dead, man. That shit would be redundant. Unfortunately, you become trapped in an endless debate and are lost forever. Game over. That's a good way to go. <laughs> it's not bad. Well, I also feel pretty confident in my ability to... Uh, to debate with the best of them. Like, I feel like this, these, this kind of conversations that they have in scary movie about a mouse and a rat and then waking up dead. I think I could add a lot of perspective. To I think that, you could so. too. I think it'd be a fun one. So, but that's okay. Okay. So let's, uh, let's just leave them to their, their conversation then. Okay. You decide to leave the basement altogether and you exit the house and then you actually wind up in the same woods you were in earlier. So this is where you met Tucker and Dale. So this actually, there isn't a whole lot you could have changed. Unless you, instead of seeing another cabin, you see a circus tent. If you want to try that, let's 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 go down that path. As soon as you get close to the tent, you become surrounded by clowns and get zapped by a strange-looking gun, turning yourself into cotton candy cocoon. Game over. <laughs> yeah, I hate you. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Um, then. Let me double check here. I believe we've got one final wake up scenario left. Yes, that's no? true. Uh, on a dirt, oh, sorry, looking up at a vacancy sign. Mm. So, who, what kind of so, weapon would you like to situate yourself with here? So, I'm, I'm picturing either Psycho or that vacancy movie with uh, Luke Wilson. Which kind of an underrated movie. It's it's pretty fun for those who haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't forget who the female co-star is, but it's a fun um, one. Uh, it's a big name. Is it Kate? I think it's Kate Beckinsale. Okay, not that big of a name. Eh, pretty big. I don't know for like a kind of crappy horror movie. If by big you mean long, <laughs> yes, I agree. It's <laughs> not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if I'm preparing the situation for that. Let's do uh this is gonna be a really lame weapon, but let's do the binoculars from uh rear <laughs> oh, window. <gosh. laughs> okay. As you get your bearings, you realize you you realize that you're in the parking lot of a hotel or motel. Um I mean, based on my surroundings, I feel like it would have to be a motel and hotel well, okay, so I guess 
Where am I going? So these are fresh surroundings. These are going to the psycho. These are fresh surroundings, though. Just so you know, um, this is all you see is a vacancy sign in a parking lot. Okay. Um, Hmm. Let's go with. I think I'd have more. Well, I think there's a. Basically, I'm trying to figure out if I can get any more loot, and I think there's a better chance of getting loot from a motel less security so let's go motel as you approach the motel do you see a house above the motel on a hill yes or no psycho um let's say let's say no i want to keep keep as little potential spookiness out of the question so let's say no okay you walk into the motel you hear strange sounds coming from the office a woman screaming feeling uncomfortable do you ring the service bell or leave before i approach use my binoculars to get a better view <laughs> oh wow um you see that the you see that the office has uh, a window that is only partially covered by shades you see a man who is watching what appears to be a snuff film oh god <laughs> okay uh a oh well first of all put the lens caps back on my binoculars to make sure that i'm using proper care to maintain their uh their glossy sheen and b watching a snuff film oh my god what do you even do uh okay if this is the kind of person who's watching a snuff film i think i think i can take him so let's let's go go get okay him. you ring the service bell you get a room and are immediately uh, sorry you get provided a room key from the man at the front desk and immediately feel immediately uncomfortable you hear a banging on the wall and all of a sudden two masked men emerge from the bathroom Quick action. How do you respond? Close the door, David. Hmm. Okay. It's going to be a quick action, but I want to take my time here because I've I've struggled with these quick actions. Um, two masked men arrive. I've only got binoculars with me. Uh, how, uh... Hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say, oh, great, just in time for the orgy. They, gosh, <laughs> uh, they make no vocal statement and immediately reach you and, uh, t- t- ah, I was going to say, just uh, snap your neck. So <laughs> that was a failure. <laughs> okay. Ga- was hoping a little bit of humor could maybe dissuade them. from Game that. over. Guess no sense of humor from yeah. those guys. Okay, so okay, uh, let's uh, let's uh, can I go back to my quick action? No, you failed the quick action. I'm sorry. So you can go back to either seeing a house above the motel on a hill, or you could go back to seeing a hotel instead of a motel. Let's try the hotel. Okay. You approach the hotel, and a sense of foreboding approaches. Do you see a hedge maze or hedge animals? Much more, uh, much greater than life size. Okay, first of all, use those pretty little binoculars again, just to kind of get a full scope on the situation. Uh, I, I might not see anything, but if you got them, use them. Use what your mama okay. gave you. Um, and I think I'm going to use my binoculars to see a hedge maze. Okay. Um, you analyze 
you analyze the hotel and a hedge maze using your binoculars. You see a large uh, hotel on kind of a plateau surrounded by mountains. Uh, the name of the hotel above the front door says The Overlook. Um, so, uh, yeah, then you decide to enter the hotel. It's quiet, seemingly empty. You find a room key on the reception desk for room 237. Do you go to room 237 or continue strolling through the hotel? Um... Well, I'm not gonna stroll. Like I'm gonna kind of okay. creep. Okay, a bit more, uh, a bit more, I don't... a bit more subtle, a bit more quiet. Well, I'm gonna take the room key, but I'm not gonna go to that room yet. I'm gonna probably investigate the rest of. Okay, the you take like if there's just one room key left out, it seems a little. Okay, so you take the room so... key, but you decide to continue sneaking through the hotel. Yes, that's okay. correct. You come across two young girls in a hallway. They beckon you. Come play with us, Eric. Come play with us, Daddy. Do you? Okay, I'm gonna sock. Do you okay, play with the ahead. girls, or run away? Okay, uh, I am going to sock or pump them off their bicycles. There are no bicycles. They're standing in the hallway, holding hands. Oh, okay. That makes it even easier. I'm gonna run up and sock or pump their the dome pieces. Okay. As you kick them, their father turns the corner, holding a uh, holding a croquet mallet. He turns to you after seeing the result, what has happened to his daughters and says, <laughs> you need to be corrected. But I corrected them, sir. Game over. Mm, okay. Yeah, I guess that was a bad choice. I mean, well, to be fair, I mean, they shouldn't have put themselves in that situation. <laughs> they were just begging to be But you didn't even give me a quick action shot. I would have said I would have said to the father, Look, there's a camera there. You're on kicked in the nuts. And then he would have laughed and said, It's okay. <laughs> I'm on a TV show. <laughs> oh man. Would you you would you didn't bring a orange uh, orange afro wig with yeah. you though, so it would have been harder to believe. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. Um Can I go back to uh walking away from the girls? Yes. Uh run away okay. was the other option. You leave the hotel and find a skidoo in a nearby shed. You hightail down the mountain to safety. You arrive at a warehouse. Okay. All right. Um, so I think, uh, and then am I pretty much completely fleshed out now? Um. Yeah. Let me just kind of do a quick run through. Well, you missed one option. Oh wait, no, I lied. You didn't approach. I'm sorry. You did not arrive at the warehouse. Um. My bad, I lied. So continuing down the road, you come across uh, three rocking chairs blocking the road, holding three individual dolls. Which doll do you pick up? There's a ventriloquist dummy, a boy with red hair and overalls, or a girl with blonde braids and a white dress. Or you say to yourself, uh, none of them. Hmm. At this point... Okay. I think I'm going to do the ventriloquist dummy, and then potentially, if I need to, like, play the crazy card, I can just take a seat in one of those rocking chairs, if there were to somebody to come down the road, and do, like, a really bad job of being a ventriloquist, but, like, not ever, like, giving up on my shtick. So people are like, okay, this guy is clearly crazy. He's not a ventriloquist. He thinks he is. He's trying really hard. Maybe we just leave him alone because, like, this is maybe his passion, and he hasn't really had the full time to work on it. Or, like, maybe they're just like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to... Let this guy rock away. If he wants to be a ventriloquist, he can be a ventriloquist. And maybe he'll get better over time. We can come back next month and we can see his improvement. Um, just let him do his thing. So let's pick up the ventriloquist dummy. 
I liked where your head is at, but I do not understand <laughs> what that tangent is doing for you in this game. <laughs> okay, uh, as soon as you pick up the dummy, a nursery rhyme begins to play slowly in your head. Beware the stare of Mary Shaw. She had no children, only dolls. And if you see her in your dreams, be sure you never, ever scream. Who is Mary Shaw, you think to yourself? It's the last thought you will ever have as the doll's wooden hands close on your windpipe. Dude, that is game over. That is so messed up of him. I just created a scenario where we could kind of have some bonding time, and I would have—I think I would have been as good for his career as he would have been for mine. So uh, it's disappointing when somebody does you like that. <laughs> okay, so would you like to pick up a different doll or decide none of them? No, I mean, if I know anything from horror movies, the best thing you can do is when presented with a doll, just. Just nope it. So I'm going to say skip skip right past. Okay. Feeling tired after walking and ski-doing down the mountain, you decide to... Oh, you have to decide to walk on or try to hitchhike. Do you walk on <laughs> or put out your thumb and try to hitchhike? Okay. Um, I am going to try to hitchhike, and in my mind, it depends who picks me up, but I think I'm going to become the hitcher. Okay. You are picked up by a very fast-moving, rusted wagon-style truck. What the hell was his problem? My first guess, inbreeding! You chuckle at the li- you chuckle at the license plate. Oh, that explains the speed. You think? You scream as you behold the monster behind the wheel. Game over. Yeah, that's uh. There's no quick acting your way out of that one. I'm no, sorry. No, if you get if you get in the uh, in the realm of the creeper, you're kind of kind of toasted. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's pretty flushed out. There's obvi- there's definitely a few things that... Well, okay, actually, no. There's one more that I think you should do. I think you should choose to go left from the very first thing you did from waking up on the... Um, oh, okay. Waking up on the dirt road. You cho- chose to go right, and you never got to go left. Okay, but the, the, the right scenario provided me with such a good opportunity for potential success towards the end of the game. But that's, that's very true. That's very true. But you, you're, it's all about knowledge, too. Sure. So. Okay. Let's 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 go left. Okay. So to get you back in that head sphere, uh, looking around, you are surrounded by forests on either side of a dirt road. You begin to walk along the road, not knowing what you're hoping to find. You approach a fork, wary of making a wrong turn. You choose left. One mile later, you come upon a nearly falling apart shack, but you spot a car out front. Hoping for a ride, you run forward and start to knock on the door. You didn't realize the door was ajar, though, so as you knocked, it began to swing open. You are immediately hit with a disgusting smell. Do you stick it out and try to find the owner? You don't want to walk? Uh, or get the heck out of there. Okay, uh, I'm going to try to loot the car in like a minute, like really quickly. Um, so can I do that first? You successfully loot the car. Unfortunately, all you find are uh, some some small to mid-sized bones and you don't really know what they're from okay pocket the bones uh and then okay. and then leave um okay so re- leaving just go- makes you um go back to the fork and take the other way so if you'd like to check uh if you'd like to do the other option you could do that too okay i'll do i'll i'll, I'll try to find the owner i suppose okay you walk further into the home and realize the smell is coming from a back room you enter the room and are treated to the sight of a garish Thanksgiving dinner made of human remains. You turn you turn to run away and are faced with a gargantuan human with monstrous facial deformities. Quick action. Um Oh shoot, we never we didn't give you a new weapon. That's okay. I've got the bones. Okay. So 
what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, hold up the bone and say, I presume these are yours. He doesn't respond to the words you say, but he gets a th- he gets a, a glazed look in his eye as he sees the bone and uh, salivation starts to form at the corners of his mouth. Okay. How do you proceed? Okay, I kind of wave it over my head and yell, fetch, and throw it across the room. He immediately dives for the bone and gives you enough time to escape. <laughs> okay, so all situations now have taken us back, to, taken us back to the warehouse. So I think you're going to choose to play as you're probably most successful. The the car looted one where I think you only died twice, yes. and you've also got your original weapon, which is um, what was it for this round? I believe it was the bolt pistol from it. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. And the camping okay. gear. Don't forget about the camping gear. If I need to lay down a sleeping bag and get some quick shut eye. Okay. okay. You arrive at a warehouse and feel compelled to enter. As soon as you enter through the front door, it slams and locks behind you. You're confronted by an old man in a hooded and black, black and red robe. I'm impressed you've made it this far, he says. Now I want to play a game. I want to play a game. Do you refuse to play or agree to play? I think I have to accept his game invitation. Fine, you say. Let's do this, old man. He reaches into his robe and pulls out a mechanical contraption. Do you rush him and knock him over while he's distracted? Or wait for him to explain the game? I pull out my bolt pistol and say, I have got mechanical contraptions too, old man. He pauses, not knowing how to proceed. (laughs) He asks... (laughs) He asks you if you'd like an explanation of the game before you try to attack him. I say rules are for schmucks. Let's start this thing. Okay. You rush him and are able to... Well, I guess maybe I should... Okay, this doesn't necessarily fit with your narrative. Um, you, you you run towards him brandishing your bolt, cut, uh, your, uh, your bolt gun. Uh, unfortunately, this man is a bit too feeble, and as soon as you approach him and uh, wave the bolt gun in his face, he falls. His robe falls back to reveal a mechanical collar around his neck. A look of terror enters his eyes. Wait, he yells. I tr-. His words are cut off by a beep and blood pouring out of the collar. He falls dead. Mm. I killed an innocent man, it seems like. That's okay. N- now, Eric, you are confronted against your final adversary. Who are you up against? Okay. Well, I mean... It makes it seem like Jigsaw, because this is kind of the plot of Saw 1, where you've got that old man who's kind of keeping track of the two men in the warehouse, who's just a patsy for uh, for Jigsaw. But, I mean, basically who would orchestrate this whole thing besides Jigsaw? But we haven't, there's a couple of people we haven't touched on that I feel like... I would like, I would like to clarify... I was trying to avoid, like, on the nose saying specific things, but that old man was Jigsaw. Oh, okay. Damn. Okay, well, there's there's a certain people we haven't really touched on that I'm a little surprised by. But if we're ending up in a warehouse, um, hmm. Okay, he's holding his, his, his mouth like he's laughing at me. Okay, my guess, my first guess is uh, Freddy Krueger. That is incorrect. If you remember, you had the option to go down a fedora-marked door. That's not a fedora. Well, is it a fedora? It's more like a, a fedora. Like a half half top hat. 
Is that a fedora? Well, whatever. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm in a warehouse. Hmm. <laughs> um, who is my final adversary? Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think I know. I've. I've been too like, too invested in these scenarios where I've <laughs> lost myself in it. I will say there have been clues peppered in, but to tie them all together, I think would be difficult. Okay. Well, thank you for that nonsensical hint that absolutely does nothing. It, it wasn't a hint. I just wanted to say I wa- I, that I was going to say that. Okay. Let's, it wasn't let's, really let's a hint. Let's walk through. I mean, I've dealt with. I've dealt with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've dealt with sinking ship and sharks. I've dealt with. Psycho. I've dealt with Shining. I've dealt. It's with... it's more so the things out of the ordinary. I think you should be focusing on that weren't part of like the horror movies that they the, these people you faced were really part of. Like why why would this person have done this or why would they have had this or why is this this setting? It, you know, most of it was like normal, but some of it was a bit out of place. Okay. Who is my final opponent? And it's also not critical that you guess because yeah. the, the ultimate battle is going to be a quick action for you to decide whether or not you're successful. Okay. For the sake of uh, our listeners, I'll 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 pass pass the reins oh. over to you. Oh shoot! I should also say, ah, there's one more thing I can give you a hint. I guess so. If you would have waited for Jigsaw to explain the game, do you want to hear what would have happened? Oh, okay. I guess so. Okay. He shows you the contraption and begins connecting the both of you to it. A game of cunning, he says with a smile. A game you've already lost, he exclaims as he pulls his arm free the contraption and locks you in place. You begin to panic, but notice something fluttering in the corner. His eyes follow yours, and his grin turns to a grimace of terror. We had a deal, he begins to yell, and then is silenced by a hatchet flying through the air and burying itself deep into his chest. Mm. Okay. (laughs) We had a deal, and the hatchet comes. I mean, this is just making me think of the hatchet series. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'll just do an off-the-wall guess, and I'll say uh, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> your adversary, the orchestrator of your entire ordeal, has revealed himself as he steps forward out of sh- the shadows. Gobble, gobble, Eric. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker! <laughs> he exclaims. <laughs> the turkey from Thanksgiving wielding a hatchet begins to approach you okay um yeah that wasn't on my radar <laughs> i can i can well in, in that last i think you should have focused in that last thing um you notice something fluttering in the corner and then a hatchet is thrown uh, there's a couple different ties i'll talk to at the end but let's let's figure that let's final yeah, this the, out the fluttering um, i kind of took to be the the moths at the buffalo bill's house but. Uh, okay that's an idea Okay, let's let's let's. Uh, so he says, "Gobble, gobble, Eric," and uh, I am. So am I half connected to a limp jigsaw still? No, it it fell it fell off as he died. Okay. I don't know. All right, uh, and so what's my what am I what's my action? So the the turkey is, is approaching you, wielding a hatchet in one of its wings, <laughs> and uh, your quick action is to come up how you're going to beat this turkey with. Uh, the weapons and the gear you have on hand. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to 
quickly grab my tent stakes so that way I've got a stake in one hand, my bolt gun in the other hand, and it's kind of like a, a Texas stand down. And I wait wait okay. to see how he responds. Okay, the turkey from Thanksgiving is nothing if not cocky and confident. He sees your meager weapons and flings himself at you and swings a hatchet at your chest. How do you respond? I block the blow with my arm, getting a gash in my arm, but saving my life. Okay, you are now wounded. <laughs> and, and, and the turkey has hit you once and now is ready to do it again. He, 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 he jumps at you again, hoping that you offer up your other arm, offer up your other arm so you can take that out of play too. Okay, I shoot the bolt, the bolt gun at him as, as he's coming. You hit one of his legs. He screams out obscenities. He's not down for the count, but he's wounded as well. How do you finish the job? Step on his little turkey head. That's it? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not playing around. I've lost an arm already. Do you have have a final quote for him? Uh, It looks like you have been the one. Wait, it looks like you are the one who has been gobbled, my friend. Okay, I don't love it, but I think it's a good ending note. All right, you were successful. And <laughs> this was our we game. We did it. We this did it. We game. made it. We made it so well. <laughs> it was it was very goofy. And I, I I once I thought of who the big bad would be, since I've done all these movies, I actually came with that up at that at the end. So I wanted to make it something a bit silly. And uh, but there were clues. Um, there definitely were clues. So like, er, like the one of the first things that was one of the bigger clues, I think, um, was the feather. Was after the cup. Yeah, after the couple from the strangers wink at you and hand you a feather and say good luck. Um, you had the birds who were coordinated and like, weirdly intelligent working together. That was the turkeys doing. He was controlling them. Uh, you had, for some reason, the wrong turn house was set up with a Thanksgiving dinner. Um, mm. uh, your very first thing you heard was a bird calling in the distance. Yes. And then also on the sinking ship, even after the birds attacked, after you um, kind of got rid of them... Uh, then you notice as you were going towards shore, you notice a bird circling nearby you and then a screech, a hideous sound, a lot like laughter. Mm. So, like I said, not a ton of clues, but there were some peppered throughout. So. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, in a, in a perfect world, I could have put that all together, but you were throwing so much at me. I was just trying to survive. I mean, you can only <laughs> yeah, do so fair. much when your life's on the line. Yeah. So I think things we never got to silence of the lambs, uh see we didn't do um psycho we didn't do child's play and annabelle we didn't do killer clowns yeah we did do um uh friday the 13th we didn't do but most of the stuff we got mm-hmm. so yeah I hope well, you had I mean, fun. it was it was goofy but uh, i had fun yeah first it, of all so. well done that was a very creative concept and i have i say so myself well written well executed i kind of put you in some weird spots with the things i chose to do and i think you handled it with grace and with tact so kudos to you and uh impressive idea i've not ever really seen this done in like a podcast form before so yeah and i definitely put you on the spot at times with the quick actions or you know choosing stuff without too much preparation and i think you did great i also love your addition of being a bit more 
creative you know sometimes like oh can i loot this it's like yeah sure why not you know so i liked that you were doing a bit off the cuff too that i didn't necessarily prepare for so i think it was a a little bit of fun to get kind of both elements where the preparation we had and also some of the off the cuff stuff so definitely had a, a good time doing this and yeah so i think my total tally was direct references to about 30 movies and then kind of indirect references to a bunch more so and i think if anything this is just a good lesson to horror fans in general that uh, putting yourself in these situations isn't as easy as you may have thought, especially since if you're if you're if you're unable to outrun uh, Leatherface, then yeah, you're gonna have a hard time surviving in in this horror sphere. So uh, be careful, be careful with uh, your your moxie and your oh yeah, well these people did this wrong, I would be so fine. Things get a little tricky as you go down the path. Thanks for tuning in to the Jumping Scared podcast. Have any questions, comments, just want to share your horror movie opinions with us? Feel free to reach us at Jumping Scared Podcast on Twitter or by email, jumpingscared at gmail.com. See you next episode.